Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I am your host. Welcome. All right. So last week, uh, I attended a conference. It was a national conference, and I want to kind of share with you what I did, um, some cool stuff, and, and you know, a, a couple takeaway thoughts, if you will. Okay. So this conference was a national conference. Um, it, it was the National Association for the Education of Young Children. So uh, a conference, really, it's the Professional Learning Institute. So these are people who are in the field of early childhood, uh, typically caring for children zero to eight, sometimes up to age 12. Um, but the people who attended are folks who are usually at a higher level. So they may or may not be providing direct service in the classroom, uh, but more than likely they are not. They are um, in the system in a different way. Okay. So, um, I wanted to go to this conference for a couple different reasons. Number one, I definitely was, um, wanting to share my PhD research. So I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but these are the people that I want to be connected to, right? I want to know what are they doing out in the field? Um, you know, when they're talking about coaching, what, what are they talking about? Uh, and so really what I did was I attended all of the coaching sessions that I could throughout the whole time. Now, normally what I would do is uh, if I go to a conference, you know, I'm going to learn something, right? Um, something that I can implement. And I realized pretty quickly, I think probably just because I've, I've gotten up to a certain level of expertise in my work, I wasn't really learning anything in order to implement. Um, so then I had to switch my intention, if you will. And I decided to do a little bit of market research. So um, one of the things I am, we, we've actually did a beta testing this year, but we're getting ready to launch here. I don't know when exactly, but soon uh, our coaching academy. So basically the coaching academy, it's not necessarily a model, but it works with all other models. It is really um, a way to teach coaches skills and strategies, especially around the mind, the brain and thinking. Uh, whether you're a leader using coaching or you're in a coaching role. Uh, and also it focuses on a lot of uh, internal things that, that the coach needs to worry about, not just for themselves, but for their client as well. Okay. So I decided I wanted to do some market research in, in these um, sessions and see what was everybody talking about as far as coaching? Where's the field at right now? What's going on? So the one thing I realized uh, is that every single coaching session I went to, they were presenting old research, as in more than 10 years old. And I thought, well, that's very interesting. I wonder why. So I started to talk to some of the presenters and just ask, you know, do, can you tell me why you don't have any new research? And they said, oh, there's nothing out there. I said, uh, yeah, actually, I just finished my, my PhD. Uh, yeah, I've got hundreds of references for you. Would you like them? So I had the opportunity to share my, my dissertation with many of them um, so that they could have that newer research. Um, that felt really good. You know, here I'm adding to uh, what's happening in the nation. And then um, there was one or two sessions that I went to and I was very curious because they were applying uh, a model that basically is used in the classroom with challenging behavior with students. And they were applying it to the coaching, uh, I guess, role. And so I was like, hmm, interesting. I want to see how, how this plays out. So I went and all, all in all, it really was a great presentation. Uh, 
until they came to how do you handle a situation where your coachee um, might not be performing well, right? So they're, they're not coaching for transformation. They're really coaching for compliance at that point. So your employee is not, you know, doing their job description. What do you do, right? Now, this is pretty common, especially if you're wearing the coach and the leader hat. And uh, some of the answers that were coming through were, I actually remember at one point I went, <gasps> I couldn't even help myself because it was very manipulative and disrespectful of the person. It, it borderlined for me, I think, on the way that you would train a dog. And I thought, I get the science behind that, but that is not genuine or authentic. Uh, you might be checking boxes, but you are not being uh, um, real and authentic with your people. Uh, also, many of these models focused on the outside of the coachee. So what's happening in the environment? What do we need to change? Uh, what knowledge do we need to give them to do their job better? When in reality, coaching is approaching what is inside the coachee uh, and what is driving the behavior and what do we need to do as far as changing our thinking um, to, to change, well, you know, your life, right? And so I realized, wow, that's a huge opportunity because in essence, that's what the whole coaching academy does. It takes a look at the internal uh, issues of not just the coach, but the coachee as well, whereas all of these other models do not. And so for me, I was like, yay, awesome. Uh, I was kind of sad, <laughs> you know, that these things are occurring out there, but happy because I have a great opportunity. So that was fun. And then uh, on Wednesday morning, uh, very last session, uh, I, I typically find that, that I'm put on these last sessions of a conference. And it used to bother me before. Um, but now I, I realize that actually people remember their first session and their last session a whole lot more than they do in the middle. And I love batting cleanup, so to speak, so that uh, I can make it the best session of the whole entire conference. And people go, yes this was worth staying for. So I had a lot of fun. Uh, I presented my dissertation research. I did it in uh, a la human form, meaning I did not use all the, the statistical terms and talk about the tests and all that kind of stuff. I just showed them, you know, here's a little background. Uh, here's what we did. Here's what we found. This is what it means. Uh, and, it, and it really was fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun with the, the audience. Um, and afterwards, I had several people come up and, you know, one person said, you know, Michelle, I've been around in the field for many years and I've listened to a lot of research. And I got to tell you, yours is the first research study I've ever understood. And I was like, yes, awesome. Uh, and then I, I had two older ladies who are in charge um, of basically uh, licensing and compliance uh, in their state. And we talked very briefly, maybe about five minutes, and I just kind of changed their paradigm, if you will, around, uh, you know, when you coach for compliance to get people to do something, there's nothing wrong with that. However, when you coach for transformation, almost 100% of the time you get compliance. 
And so if you, you shoot a little bit farther for transformation, you know you're going to be able to check your box on compliance and the other person is going to be respected, valued, and probably their whole life is going to change. And so we talked about how they could do that very simply. And you could tell, and, and both of them have been in the field a long time, okay? And their eyes got bigger and they're like, it's really that simple? Yep, it's really that simple. Okay, because what, um, you know, educators are great for this. They take something simple and make it very complex, right? Uh, they, they analyze it from all the different angles and the different views. And they're like, oh, let's do research on this. And oh, we're going to do this model and that model and the other model. And then before you know it, everybody's so confused about everything that's going on because it's so complex. I'd like to take all of that and distill it down and say, okay, what is the common denominator here and how can we keep it incredibly simple? Because that's where transformation really happens. So that was really cool. I honestly, I wish I had more time. I only had about an hour to do my presentation, uh, but it was beautiful. It was awesome. Uh, another thing that kind of popped up last week, uh, I don't know if it was the, the travels down. Uh, it was a good four or five hour traveling, uh, but I, I started to have some pain in my back and my leg and, and it was sciatic and then, you know, some issue with my calf. And so I was in a lot of pain. Uh, I actually was in so much pain. I, I got a local massage because I was like, I, I, I can't do this. I need somebody's help. Uh, and still kind of dealing with it now, but it's getting better. And so, uh, as I was speaking, my, my initial thought that morning at breakfast was, well, I'll, I'll see if I can get a high back chair, uh, and then I'll just sit down to do the presentation. Well, if you know me, if you've seen me in person, that's very hard for me to do. I love getting up, moving around, interacting with people. And so, uh, I didn't ask for the chair, uh, and I just went right into it and Honestly, I never felt my body once. And I was reminded that when I do the thing that I love the most, like speaking, I don't feel my body. Uh, and, and I'm not like dissociating or anything. It's just I am so in the moment, in the zone. Um, it's such a passion for me. It's like a high, right? Uh, and so even though I was in pain uh, for days leading up to that, that hour, and then probably an hour afterwards, I think the endorphins kind of kind of hit in there. It was the best pain reliever ever. And it just reminded me, you know, when, when uh, you do what you love, um, it, it, I think it was the law of momentum that, that John Maxwell was teaching on once. And he was saying, you know, when you've got momentum, pain doesn't hurt anymore, right? When you're doing what you love, you just, it's a natural pain reliever. Um, so a couple things that I thought about is that your potential and the other person's need, right? So, so here's my potential, uh, the coaching Academy, you know, the work that I do plus their need equals an opportunity to serve. So going through this, this whole entire conference and doing this market research, I've got 40 or 50 things that I'm like, Oh yes, I needed to know this. Oh, here's a, here's a particular piece of language that I need to remember. Right? So going through and finding those, what are the needs of the people? Um, now I can match what I'm going to do, especially in marketing. Um, to what they need, right? Because it's now I have an opportunity to serve them. 
And then when you take your knowledge, so something that you know, a passion of yours, something that's fun for you, so all of that happened for me, um, you get impact and guess what? You also make money. You know, I, I have a lot of people that are, are uh, coaching clients that are like, I gotta make some money, right? Well, what do you know? What is a passion of yours? What lights your heart on fire? What do you have the most fun with? And usually I hear from people, oh, that won't make money. Yes, it will. I guarantee you, you might need to, to work a little bit to find the people that align with your knowledge, passion, and fun, but I can guarantee you it's going to make you money. Okay. So in essence, what I learned this past week was work smarter, not harder. Uh, so now I am, am so excited about the next stages of this work for the, the coaching Academy and who I might be able to serve and thinking about next year going and presenting at the conference, um, you know, basically saying, Hey, this is the model that we're using and we're seeing a lot of really great returns on it. So just wanted to give you that, that little update and just inspire you, uh, to work smarter, not harder. Um, what are you making more complex in your life that you could simplify? Okay. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.